This podcast is sponsored by Bishop F.L. Williams Senior Ministries. Welcome to How We Got Here, where Bishop F.L. Williams Senior dives deep into the challenges and vicissitudes of life and reminds listeners of their God-given rights to live the abundant life. Join the conversation with your host, Bishop Williams, as he coaches listeners to reign, rule, and dominate. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to How We Got Here on this Monday night. Thank God for all of you. As you know, we come to you every Monday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time to just share with you, hopefully, some information or some things that make us all think. Uh, I appreciate you, those who watch us every Monday night. I appreciate you. Uh, you don't re- you're the only reason why I do it. I do it because, um, first of all, I think God gave me to do it, but I do it, hopefully, to bring some insight or little things that help you uh, challenge us and move us, I mean, inspire us to do or to be some things and do something else that God has given us to do. So if you don't mind, please, ma'am, please hit that share button. If you would, please, and let us know that uh, how we got here is F.L. Williams on the air. So grateful. Come to you live from Quarter Studios here at Tabernacle Praise Church at 850 Woodrow Avenue in Extraordinary Selma, Alabama. I'm glad to be uh, with you on this Monday night. So I pray you had a great weekend. And pray your day got off good today and looking forward to having a blessed week. I decree and declare you have the best week in Jesus' name. I decree and declare you have a best week in Jesus' name. I decree and declare you have a best week, a blessed week. Yeah, a best week and a blessed week in Jesus' name. Come on, claim yours. Come on, claim it. Uh, uh, I believe Job uh, 22-28 said, Thou shalt decree a thing and shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine upon thy way. So declare it today. Declare Today, a blessed week. Declare phenomenal week. Declare unusual, uncommon, unpredictable, unprecedented, and unfathomable blessings be upon me. Decree that today. Let that be your let it be your decree every day of this week. Unfathomable, unprecedented, unpredictable, unusual, uncommon blessings be upon you and your family and all that connected you the whole week. I believe that. Say it. Believe it. Quote it. Receive it. <laughs> All in the name of Jesus Christ. All right. Okay. So let's go. You know, we begin, we begin every Monday night with uh, Acts chapter 17, verse 26. Acts 17, 26 uh, reads as follows. And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. And hath determined the time before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Read it again. Hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth. And hath determined the time before appointed and the bound of the habitation. As you know, I say every Wednesday, every Monday night, you had the, you were born the right day, the right minute, the right second, the right week, the right month, the right year, the right decade, the right century. You were born in those uh, uh, specific times for a specific reason. I think Mike Murdoch said once, once I say it again, that we were we were born to solve a problem. You were put here to solve a problem. Not to be one, but to solve one. But we got problems in America. We got problems. And I'm going to talk today to my African-American brothers and sisters. I want to share with you some stuff I believe God put on my heart to share with you on, on this Monday night. And I hope uh, anyone who listens can, can be blessed by it. But simply speaking to you, my, my brothers and sisters in Christ and uh, African-American community. According to the Pew Research. So this is Tyler. Who are we? Who are we? How do we get here? And the question needs to be asked, who are we? Who are we really? Who do we say? Remember Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say I am? 
Some said you're John the Baptist, some said you're Elijah, some said you're Jeremiah, one of the prophets. Then he asked, okay, that's what they say, but who do you say I am? And one said that, and the only one said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. That was Peter. He gave, and God said, Christ said, flesh and blood didn't give that to you, but my father had to reveal that to you. Now, I, I say that to the point of who do we say we are? Who are we? Who are we? What, what have we grown into become? What have we become? What have we become? How far have we shifted from what we grew up, what we knew as facts, what we knew as as as, as uh, scripturally sound or morally sound? Who are we? I'm talking to the African-American community tonight. Let me give you a thing. According to the, pre, according to the Pew Research, according to the Pew Research, very reputable research uh, engine, says this. There are 47.2 million African-Americans in the last time this was taken. I think 2021. 47.2 million. There are 333 million, 200 and some thousand uh, Americans overall. 300 some, 333 million plus Americans uh, uh, in, in the United States. People in the United States. Then 47.2 of those are African-American. Keep that number in mind, which makes up 14.2% of the population. So African-Americans make up 14.2% of the American population. Keep that in mind. I'm, I'm going somewhere with it. Just follow with me now. Uh, remember now, he tells us, like he told children of Israel, he said, when you come to the promised land, you teach this to your children. So when, when, when we arrive, when we get to our place of prosperity, who do we forget to bring with us? Who, who do we go back and get? There's a text that says in Matthew 25, when I was, he said, one day he would say to those on the right, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was in prison. You came to check on me. I was sick and you visited me. You came to me. Come on now. And, and I, 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 was, I was all those things. He says, then, then they will ask him, Lord, when did we see you hungry? When did we see you a thirst? When we see you naked? And we close you. When do we see you in prison and visit you or sick and came to you? He said, when you have done it to the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. When you do it to the least of these, my brethren, you do it unto me. That's what he said. So having said that, so who are we? We reached our, the pinnacle of our success or we reached the top ladder, rung on the ladder. We reached a level of, of, of achievements where we've gotten there. Who did we go and help back to get there with us? Where did we get? Did, did, did you think you got there by yourself? Somebody help you. I said again, I think I heard Bishop Jake say this some time ago. Uh, I think someone told him, I think it was maybe a, a grandparent or someone told him, if you see a turtle on the top of a pole, you know for certain he didn't get there by himself. When you see a successful person, you know for certain that, that person did not get there by themselves. When you see somebody successful, you can know for certain that they didn't get there by themselves. When somebody see you successful, you can know for certain that you did not get there by yourself. So I said that to the point, there are 47.2 million African Americans in America, or black folks in America. Of 333 plus million, we make up 14.2% of the population. Now that's up, listen now, uh, from 2000, from the year 2000, that those numbers are up 30%. It, it goes from 36.3 millions in 2000 to 47.2 millions, uh, I think, in 2021 when this was taken. 
2022. Think about that now. So that, that, that's, that's an increase from 36.2 million to 47.2 million. Uh, keep those numbers in mind. That's how many African Americans in, in, in the United States uh, uh, today, all right, makes up about 14.2% of the population, about 14 of, of American population, African American, all right? Now, watch this now. Nearly half, nearly half, this is what I'm getting at now, nearly half of the Black population in America are 30 years of age or under. Nearly half of all black, black, black folks in America are 30 and under. Almost half. Almost half. So, so 47, so about 47.2 million, half of that is what, 20, right, right at 23.5, 23.6, whatever it is, million folks in America that's been 30 and under. Now, think about that. Now, why is that important? Because how, how do we get to this point? It is what did we teach those 30 that are 30 now? And whatever they were taught, they're going to teach their children. And that's going to give us the conditions or the situation where we are today. This is how we got to where we are, African-Americans, today. Now, again, ha nearly half of the, of the black population in America is 30 and under. I'm going to say again, 30 and under. 30 and under, according to the Pew Research. And let me break it down in ages again. Age 65 and over, about 12%. About 12% of the population in America, black, black, black Americans, 65 and older is about 12%. Ages 45 to 64, about 22%. Ages 30 to 44, about 21%. Ages 18 to 29, 18% of the population. Age 17 and under, about 27% of the population. So nearly half, nearly half of the African-American population in the United States are 30 and under. And the question is, what did we teach them? What do the, what, what, what do the 30 and under crowd have when it comes to morality, when it comes to spiritual life, when it comes to educational attainment, when it comes to civic responsibilities, when it comes to their relationship with God? Because that's going to determine where we are. And that's how we got to this point. So what, what, what did he tell us? Train up a child and the way he should go. And when he get old, it will not depart. It is, it, it, is, it is a reflection of what we have taught. It is a reflection of what we have given them because they're 30 now, but they're soon, <laughs> come on, if they don't have, and their children more than likely are just now uh, 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 under 10 years of age. Those that got children, less than 10. All right. So now what are they teaching? What are they going to teach their children? But it's going to be based upon their relationship they had with us. And what do we instill in them? Train up a child and where it should go. When you get old, not depart from it. Half of them, half of African-Americans in the United States are 30 and under. Think about that now. And only 12 percent is 64, 65 or older. Only 12 percent of us 65 and older. I'm in that 12 percent. You know, uh, so it's just 12 percent of us. 65. Now, think about that now. Think about the, 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 that, that who's going to do the teaching. Who's going to do the teaching? Who's going to do the correction? Who's going to do the leading? This is how we got to it. This is how we got here. <laughs> All right. Now, let me get to the thing about the household types. What type of household do these 47.2 million African-Americans live in today? Listen, four out, of, four out of 10, four out of 10, which is 39% are living in, in with both parents in household, living in married households. 
They live in a married household. Four out of ten, which is thirty, right? Thirty-nine, right? Forty percent. Thirty-nine, thirty-nine point seven percent live in homes or married household. All right, thirty-nine percent. Thirty-one percent is in a home that led by the by the by the mother by the female. Thirty-one percent now. Thirty-one, which is three, three live on three out of every ten homes is led by a female in in, in African American community. Almost forty percent was in a married home, with both couple in married household. Thirty-one percent come out of homes that are led by by, by the female, making it difficult for for that her to be the be, be the mama, daddy, and to provide all the same and protect all at the same time. The difficulties of it. You see how we got to this point. Five percent household are led by males. Five percent by, by single men. Just single men. They are, they are, single men is about 5% of African-American families are headed by just a single parent, which is the father. 5% of those. 16% are part of a non-family, which means this household where they, they may be just having folks who, who, who share the, the house, share responsibility. They're not family. They just share. That, that's, that's, that's that living in range, 16%. And about 9% living, you can't even determine what kind of household they live in. That's what we. That's kind of housing we live in today. I go back again. Ha, almost half of the black American community are thirty years of age and under. What did they get taught? Because they're gonna reflect what they're gonna teach their children. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Train up a child where he should go. When he get old, not depart from him. But this is how we got to this point. Where is God in this now? I'm, we will talk about that in a minute. Where is God in all of this? Where do we see, what relationship does he have? That's the type of households we live in. Where do we live? Which makes a big difference in, 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 in what we believe. Our culture. That's a southern culture, it is. That's a west coast, that's an east coast. That's a midwest culture. All these things affect us. But the teaching we get. Are we, are, are we loose with our teaching? Are we, are we, are we slacking our teaching? Our children are dying. Mass shooting just the other day again. Every time we look around, there's a mass shooting. Again, I, I'm not exactly sure of the number now, but at one time, a couple of weeks ago, there were, there were more mass shootings, which means multiple shootings, than there have been days in the year already passed. That is absolutely incredible to even think about that. We argued over politics. We argued over this or that. And we and, and, and I'm telling you, and we, we in, in a wonder, the nation sinners, the book says sinners shall be turned into hell in all nations that forget God. Don't you apologize for believing in God? Don't you apologize for believing in your walking by faith? Don't you apologize for what God has given you? Absolutely not. God is faithful. He wants to bless us. I will not apologize for believing and stand on what, what I've been taught. Amen. If, 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 what they, if what they taught us worked for me, why would I change what, what I do to my children? Call, call old school. Call it morality. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Where do, where do African Americans live? Those 47.2 million. Where do we live? Glad you asked. The majority of black Americans live in the South. The majority of black Americans live in the South. 
Look about look about different states in the south. Some of the states they got in the south will, will surprise you. But look, just look those things over. You know, we, we talk. We know we know Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Louisiana. Uh, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee. We do all those places. Uh, uh, all those places we got Kentucky, but there's some other thrown in there. You got some, you know, some uh, Virginia thrown in there, and uh, you have a uh, 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 West Virginia th- maybe thrown in, in the South. But in the South, 56 percent of all African Americans live in the South. 56 percent of all Americans live in the South. 56 percent. 17 percent live in the Midwest. 17 percent also live in the South in the Northeast, and 10 percent live in the West. All right, that's where uh, majority of us live, African American. I'm gonna say it again: fifty-six percent of all African Americans live in the South. Seventeen percent live in Midwest. Seventeen percent live in the Northeast, and ten percent live in the West, on the West Coast. That's where we. That's where we are geograph- geographically located in America. Thirty and under is the majority of the African Americans. Nearly, nearly half all African Americans thirty and under. Are thirty and under. We'll say they get 30 and under. What do they get taught? What do they believe? What do they teach? Where's the fathers? We told you the kind of household they live in. We understand what happened when, when, parent, when they're seeing a parent home. Children are more likely to experience stuff. But what of our religious affiliation? Let's talk about that. You want to know how we got to this point? What are our religious affiliation, African-American community? What, 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 how we affiliate, affiliate with any denominational or, or non-denominational church? I'm glad you asked me. According to the Pew Research, here are these. Two-thirds of the people, 66% of all black Americans identify as Protestants. We're pro- Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, all those people, Pentecostals, all the word of faith. We're, Pentecost- we're Protestants. About 66% or two-thirds are Protestants. All right? 21% have no affiliation. They're not, they, 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 they consider themselves non-denominational. 21%. 6% are Catholics or identify as Catholics. 3% uh, identify as other other Christian denomination, and three are non three percent non Christian. That's what we believe. Quote quote religious affiliation. It's according to the Pew Research. All right, why is that important? Who you who who you associate with? The Bible tells again, blessed the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But in but but in this law. And as long as they meditate day and night, and she be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, bring forth the fruit in his season, who leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever you do it shall prosper. Sound like hanging out with the right folks, right? <laughs> what you believe, go on. Your, 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 your faith dictates everything about you. That's how we got to this point. You are where you are now based on what you believe. You do what you do based on your belief or non-belief. You accept what you accept based on your belief or non-belief. Yeah, right, today. We are where we are based on our faith or our relationship with our God. Yes. That's why that's why we where we are now today. That's how we why we do what we do today. Now, let's talk about educational attainment. Talking about those 47.2 million African Americans in America as of as of now. 26% of us, which is about one fourth of all the blacks age 25 and over, have either a BS or a postgraduate degree. That's 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 a quarter. That means that's over a quarter. One fourth of all African Americans, twenty five and older, have obtained have have, have have obtained either a BS or a master level or beyond a postgraduate degree. All right, that's what it is. So so uh, whatever the stats may say, whatever you may think, that's facts. Almost a quarter of us hold a BS degree or above of the, the four hundred forty seven million people in America. 
32 percent have have high school uh, education. All right. And I'm sorry. And then and then 42 sorry, 42 percent have either high school degree or GED. 42 have either high school degree or GED. All right. So that's what that's what we are for is education. Why? Now, th that's how we got to this point. But let's talk economics that's affected by what we believe that's affected by our relationship with God that's affected by who we who, or our community or our environment come on which is affected by our age which is affected by our teaching this is how we got to this point nearly half of the house listen nearly half of the household in America earn watch it now in 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 2021 earn over $50,000 or more nearly half Nearly half of Americans, nearly half of Americans made over 50, a black American made over $50,000 in 2021. Over half made 50,000 more. 27, 29%, I'm sorry, 29% earned less than 25,000. 24% earned between uh, 25,000 to 40, 49, to, to what is it, $49,990, right? 29% earn less than 25. 24% earn between 25 and 50,000, 49,000 really. 17% earn, earn between 50,000 and 74,000. 11% earn between 75,000 and 999,000. And 20% earn 100,000 or more. That's what we've been done as a, as, as a group of people in, 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 uh, in the black community. I'm gonna read it again. Nearly half of the black Americans earn 50,000 or more. 20% earn $100,000 or more. 11% earn over between seventy-five dollars and $99,000. 17% earn between $50,000 and seventy-four uh, $74,000. 24% earn between $25,000 and $49,000. 29% earn less than $25,000. That's happened to us in 2021. So that's how we got there. Now, what did that, what, what, why does that matter? Because Income drives health care, it drives education, it drives standard of living housing, it drives satisfaction or, or satisfactory lifestyle. It all affects that. That's how we got to this point. We, why am I talking about this? Because remember now, nearly half of African Americans are 30 and under. I mean, think about it now. Only 12% are 65 and older. And so the leaders is already now, not going to be, they're already now. They haven't children. They have children. So what are they going to be taught? That's how we got to this point. They're teaching. What about the kids? What about our children? Which is why we do what we do. Listen to this. They're staggering now at the mental health of our children today. The pandemic made it worse. Matter of fact, according to the according to this thing uh, about kids, that 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 the, the kids are struggling with mental health issues. Listen now, it rose to nearly twenty six percent from five. Listen now, it rose twenty six percent overall from nine point four percent, which is five point eight million children, to eleven point eight percent, which is seven point three million children in twenty twenty that had mental health issues that suffered with mental health issues. 11.8% of the children, of our school-age children, school-age children suffered some kind of mental health of crisis. 
jumped 26% since this pandemic. You think we got a problem? You think it's how we got to this point? Who's doing the teaching? Where are they being taught? Where do we live? Who's helping us? All these things are right here. We, we can see them. <laughs> we see them. 9%, listen, 9% of all high school age children, listen to this now, according to the survey, of all high school age children, had some kind of, had some kind of mental health crisis. Think about that, y'all. I'm sorry, not military, suicidal thoughts, not military, well, it is mental health crisis, though. But 9% of all school-age kids had a, had, had a suicidal thoughts, according to the survey. 9% of all high school-age children suffer some kind of mental health breakdown or suicidal thoughts in America in 2020. You think we, get, you think we got a problem? You think we need to go back to uh, putting him first? <laughs> Come on. We ain't helpless now. He's our answer. I lift my eye to the hills. With comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth by on. We got some. We got some work to do, though. We got to. We got some work to do, saints. We have some work to do, believers. We have some work. We ain't got time to argue about, about this or that. Our children in crisis. They in trouble. Nine percent of all school age kid has suicidal thoughts. Come on, guys. We got some work to do. We have some work to do. This is how we got to this point. Come on now. Now listen, but in the black community, it's even worse. It rolled 12% for the black community, black students. 12% of all black kids said they had some kind of, they had suicidal thoughts. 12% black kids, us, our children, are thinking about killing themselves while we're arguing over things that don't amount to a hill or a bean. Let's get busy. Let's teach. I think the Lord told Moses, teach you when they get up in the morning. Teach when they go by the way, when they sit down to eat, when they get ready to go to bed. We got a job to do, saints of the most high God. We got the answer. He said, train them up the way you should go. When you get old, you're not to part. We got the answer. He told, tell our children. He said, children, obey your parents, the Lord, this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment of the promise that it might be well with you and that thou may live long upon the earth. We have the answer. Come on. I lift my eye to the hills, which come my help. My help come from the Lord. We got the word. The word to keep them. It'll guide you. The word of God is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. We have the answer. We have the answer. Can anybody say we got the answer? It's in Christ. It's in him we live. It's in him we move. It's in him we have our being. We have the answer. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But these stats, look at us. 12% of all, listen, 12% of all high school black kids saw someone had suicidal thoughts. Roll the 20. And then for, for Africa, for Native Americans, Native Indians and Native Americans, it rolled to 26%. Wow. The LGBT community, 23% of them had suicidal thoughts. But those from heterosexual household, overall, it had it said it had six percent for heterosexual peers. That's how we got to this point. That's how we got to this point. Let me give you some stats. So many of our kids come to single parents' homes. We just read to you the stats about that household, how we live, household types. That 31% of the household with single females. 31% of the black households have hit about single females. 31% of black American households led by female, single woman. They are more, and when that happens, they're more likely to live in poverty. They're more likely to have physical, 
mental, and behavioral problem from a single household. They're more likely to have physical, mental, and behavioral problem from a single parent household. They are more likely to have, uh, have slow development overall, mental, mental development, brain development, just distorted brain development, more likely to have that. Number two, uh, they're also more likely to have educational deficiencies, irregularities in education, to do, to do poorly on uh, education as compared to both parents in the home or both parents in the child's life. They're more likely to be a part of the welfare system. They're more likely to be a part of the criminal justice system. They're more, they're more likely to have employment challenges. They're more likely to have health issues. And they're more likely to have economic issues as well. All from single parent home. You want to know how we got to this point? And our children are suffering because of it. No, no fault of their own. No fault of their own. What do we do? What are we teaching? What did we teach? What will we tell the children? <laughs> what will we tell the children? Who are we? What are is our identity. What happened to the to, to, to our forefathers, the teaching we grew up on, the foundation we stand upon? What what happened to that when we were proud and who we were and we we all the stuff that we see happening today? But I'm telling you, the more we get away from the teaching, the more we're gonna see this. The more we get away from the foundation, the more we're gonna see this. And 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 if we don't have a solid foundation, no matter how you build it, it won't stand. No matter how successful we get, what it is to gain the world and lose your soul. And we work and we do and we go and we get, but there's no peace in the house. There's no peace in the home. There's no peace in the community. This is how we got to this point. Say to the most high God, this is how we got to this point. We, we got some work to do. We don't have time to sit around and think about it's his fault, her fault. No, we got to get about our father's business and do what is, what did he tell us? Again, when I was hungry, you didn't feed me. When I was naked, you did not clothe me. I was in prison, you did not visit me. I was sick, you did not come to me. I was a thirst, you gave me no drink. And they said, Lord, when did we see you naked? When did we see you sick? When did we see you in prison? When did we see you hungry? When did we see you a thirst? He said, when we fail to do it to the least of these, our brethren, you fail to do it unto me. And, and what we got to realize is this. Every time we give, we are sowing into our future because the return is coming back. And what did he tell us? Good measure. Given it shall be given you, right? Good measure. Press down. Shaking together and running over shall men give into your bosom. For the same measure you meet, it shall be meted out to you again. Then what he said? Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever man soweth, that shall he reap. Come on now. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. I believe that God is pressing upon your heart tonight and that he's pressing upon your life tonight to make a difference. How do we do it? To help one. If we just get one, if we can turn one life around, one young person, tell one young couple, tell one young man, one young woman that this is how it's done. And I'm not telling you from, from what I wish. I'm telling you what I experienced. I went through it so you wouldn't have to go through it. Come on. If, 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 if it was wrong then, what makes it right now? Morals, oh my God. D d does morals change because I got grown? Should my morality change because I'm 30? Should my morality change because I got 60? If anything, I become more moral in my thinking, in my responsibilities. Come on, why? Because it's not, my God, it is what I plan to do with what I have than me wishing I had something else. Make sense?
Who are we? <laughs> Who are we? What do we believe in now? Is there, no, is there no compass for us? What did he tell us? Where there is no vision. Who are we? Where there is no vision. People perish. What do we see for our future? What do we see for our children? What do we see for our community? Where there is no vision, people perish. They cast off restraints. Where there is no vision, people perish. And he said this, my people, now this is what we ought to make us all think about. He said, my people, watch this now, are destroyed not for the lack of clothes, not for the lack of food, not for the lack of shelter, not for the lack of education. They all play a part in your life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He said, but my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. We gave you the numbers. 47.2 million African-Americans in America. Nearly half of those, nearly half of those are 30 and under. Nearly half of those are 30 and under. Now, so what, 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 what are they teaching? And we can't get angry at them if, the, if we didn't give them the foundation. God is, hadn't changed who he is. God hadn't changed what he wants. He said, I'm God and I change not. Therefore, your sons are not, not consumed. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. What are we teaching? What, what, what's the moral compass? Can I get mad with the school because of my children's behavior? Absolutely not. Should I get mad with the church because of my children's behavior? Absolutely not. Church have your children. Church have the average family. The church has the average family less than no more than two hours. Say, we give them two and a half hours a week. A week. That's all the church has. That's all the church has. About two and a half hours per week that the churches normally have your hands on, on, on the family. So where does it lie? It lies at the home. Be it either is being taught or it's not being taught. It's being reinforced or it's not being reinforced. What are we telling our children? Who are we? What's our identity? What do we believe? What do we have? What are, what are we taking from our from our, uh, our, our our forefathers and our ancestors? What are we taking from them? What are we drawing from them? Train up a child where should go? When you get old and out of part, a just man leaves inheritance or a good man leaves inheritance for his children's children? The scripture says, David said, I have been young and now I'm old, yet I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. Why are our children begging for attention, begging for leadership, begging for guidance? That's why they're hanging out and doing those things. They're, they're crying out because they're going to go in the direction of the information. Hear me. If you don't hear anything else, hear this tonight. You and I. All of us, we go in the direction of, our, of the information. Whatever way the information is coming from, that's where we're headed to. If we get our information from social media, that's where we're going to get our information from. If it's from TV, if it's from church, wherever, from the community, from the home, wherever the information is, whoever is giving us information is leading us. Whoever is giving our kids information is leading them. Wherever our kids are getting the information is leading them. But who, who are we? What's our identity? What are we sharing? What legacy are we leaving? Just ask ourselves the question. What am I leaving my family? What do I want to remember me as? I was a good father. What did I lead him aside the name? Now, I know names are good. Yes. Good name to be desired. I'm, I know that. But tangible. What are we leaving? 
Our children are dying in the streets daily. And it's not just in in, 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 in urban, urban America, it's in rural areas, they're dying. Everywhere. Every time we look, it's almost weekly there's a mass shooting. Weekly there's a mass shooting. Weekly there's a mass shooting. What, what, what are we leaving the children? What's our legacy? He plainly told us. He tells us, trust in the Lord all your heart. Didn't he tell us? Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge God. He'll direct your path. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Psalms 84 and 11 says, The Lord our God is a sun and shield. He gives grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Is it any, any, is it any, any wonder where we are? What are we teaching? Who are we? What's our identity? There are 47.2 African Americans in, in, in America. Nearly half of those are 30 and under. 56%, I'm sorry, I don't hear those things. About 39%, I'm sorry, not 50, 39% of the household in America of married families. 31% of the household in African Americans headed by black female. 5% headed by male, single male, the leader. 16% living in a non-family environment where they're not family members. They're living together. I don't mean in a relationship. They just, they just as partners, they, they rental together, sharing expenses. 9% uh, can't be determined what kind of household they live in. That's where we are today. And we don't know how we got to this point. We don't know how we got to where we are. Look at what we have as a people. Look what we have as a people. God is not angry with us. We ain't cursed. Absolutely not. The devil is a lie. We are blessed and highly favored of God. Favor of God is on our lives. Absolutely so. I expect blessings. I expect blessings. To claim it. I expect miracles. Decree it. I expect breakthrough. Declare it. I expect promotion. Receive it tonight in Jesus' name. It's not what they do to us. Listen to me carefully. It's not what they do to us. It's what we do to ourselves. It's not what they say about us. It's what do I say about myself. It's not what they call me. It is what I answer to. It's not what they call me. It's what I answer to. It is not what they see in me. It's what I know that is in me. What's our identity? What is our identity? How do we see it? <laughs> what do we see? What do people see when they see us? What's our identity? What do they see? Deuteronomy 29 and 29 said this. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. But those things that have been revealed belong to us and to our children forever. So we got to get some insight, parents, senior citizens, and those my age are under 30 and over. We got to get some insight to let God show us because once we see it, is to us and to our children. Again, 
Deuteronomy 29 and 29, the secret thing belong to us. I mean, secret thing belong to the Lord our God. The things that have not been revealed belong to the Lord our God. But those things that have been revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may do all those things contained in the law. Amen. Could it be we disobedient? Could it be we just walking in disobedience? <laughs> Could it be? I think he told us these blessings shall overtake you if you walk in obedience. Keep my statutes. I bless you in the field. I bless you in the city. I bless you whatever your hand touch. I, 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 the blessings shall overtake you. Could it be now disobedience anyway? Just a question. Well, that's it for tonight. On this Monday night, I pray to God that I said something. Just make you say, hmm. Make you go, hmm. And <laughs> make you think for a moment. I thank you for your time. I appreciate you taking your time to be a part of how we got here on this Monday night. Let's think about it. What's our identity? How, how will we be remembered? What do people see when they see us coming? Amen. Hey, God bless you. Thank you so much for, for giving me your time tonight. I'll be back next Monday night with another word for how we got here. Until that time, you stay safe and let's get busy helping somebody. Just help one. If everybody help one, want to be reached all over this place. Have a good evening. See you next Monday. God bless. We hope you are blessed by today's message and will be encouraged to share it with someone you know. To catch all the latest from Bishop Williams, please visit flwilliams.org. That is E-F-F-E-L-L-Williams.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us next time.